Definitely crossed a threshold tonight. I've never heard that awesome of an hallelujah in my life. So thank you, Quinn and the musicians. That was awesome. That was one of the highlights of my priesthood. That was very awesome. And just to see the gospel go around and, yeah, um, that has nothing to do with my homily. But I just wanted to say I'm, I'm a little bit in woe mode, right? So uh, praise the Lord. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to have you here. I just want to uh, just quick pray. And ask for the Holy Spirit to be with us. So if you please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just ask that your Holy Spirit fall upon each of us. And in a particular way, I ask you, Lord Jesus, the risen Lord, to remove all doubt from each of us that you rose from the dead. And please help us know that nothing is impossible for you. And I make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. At the Newman Center, um, I have a record player. And there is one group that I'm very fond of, and some of the students are too, not all. But it is the group Mumford & Sons. And they have a song called Roll Away Your Stone. And I just want to read some of those words to you because I think it might have something to do with tonight. Just saying. The words are, roll away your stone, and I will roll away mine. Together we can see what we will find. Don't leave me alone at this time, for I am afraid of what I will discover inside. You told me that I would find a home within the fragile substance of my soul, and I have filled this void with things unreal. And all the while, my character, it steals, And darkness is a harsh term, don't you think? And yet it dominates the things I see. It seems that all my bridges have been burned. And you say, that's exactly how this grace thing works. It's not the long walk home that will change this heart, but the welcome I receive with every start. I'm not sure what stood out to you in that, but as I was reflecting on that song heading into this day, this most sacred day, a, few, a couple of words that stood out to me was, first of all, the word darkness, and also the words like rolling away the stone. But tonight we're called to focus or even refocus on the light that only comes from the resurrected sun. And as we focus on the stone that was rolled away from the tomb, a lot of people fear that if they roll away the stone on their hearts, so to speak, that it will reveal a seemingly dark part of their life, that if they do that, others will will leave them and run away from the darkness that they have in their hearts. And some of us, we live with a fear of being judged. If I roll away the stone, I'll hurt someone, or someone will get hurt if they help. And I, I can't promise that you won't be judged, or that it'll be easy to roll away the stone from your heart. But if people remove the stones in their hearts, especially when they're with people who are people of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, they will help you find the resurrected Son and where He desires to shine His light of truth in your mind, body, and soul. 
And the best thing about that is you don't need to be perfect. You just need to be willing to have a complete break with your doubts. And some of us were in that journey. And, and I just want to tell you, you know, just because you're, if you're struggling, um, struggling does not mean you are failing. Struggling does not mean that you are failing. And every great success requires some, some type of struggle to get there. And, if, and I don't know the struggles you are going through, but I just want to encourage you not to quit. Because every breakthrough requires a break with. Every breakthrough requires a break with. So the light of the sun desires real, first of all, that you are good and you are loved by God unconditionally. And secondly, the light from the sun desires to reveal that God has better plans for you and he desires you to be happy. And thirdly, the light from the sun wants to reveal that you can indeed trust God with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul. So if you take away one thing from this homily tonight, it's this. You and I can't roll the stone away on our own. We cannot roll the, the, the stone away alone if we indeed want the light of Christ to set us free. And sometimes when we do that, we get caught up in like, well, what if I, what if I actually do that tonight? Like, what if I actually roll the stone away, like for reals, right? And sometimes we get caught in what-if land. I don't know if you've ever been got caught in what-if land, um, but what-if land can be a place of absolute terror sometime. It's a place where you can wonder if things will ever get better. Kind of like at the Newman Center for the past 13 years. Just going to say we've had poop problems, and we've been living in fear of flushing the toilet. And maybe you wonder, or I've wondered, or Sarah has wondered, or the students have wondered, if I flush the toilet, does Jesus have a big enough plunger to help me with all the poop in my life? Because sometimes we forget about the message of Jesus Christ and the message of a saving and life-changing gospel. And if we don't live with that life-saving gospel, you know, we think there's no way that Jesus has a big enough plunger. There's no way he can handle all of my plumbing problems in my life, and he definitely doesn't have a plunger big enough to heal the world, right? We fall into despair. Because the world sometimes is, just, it just straight up has poop problems. I don't know what it is, but the world just has poop problems. We're rejecting Jesus, and we're seeing this problem of like wondering, is there a big enough plunger? And that can often lead to doubt, But yet Jesus lived and he healed people of doubt, just like you and me. And he wants to show his eternal love for each of you that he died on the cross and by the power of his Holy Spirit he rose from the dead and he left the tomb. And 50 days later he ascended to the Father and sent the biggest poop plunger the world could ever find, which is the Holy Spirit. 
Now, that might not be how you would think of the Holy Spirit, but let's just think about that for a second. You might think that's childish. You might think, could you just make that a little more childish? No, I'm, I'm a child of God, and this is how I think. When we pray the words, come Holy Spirit, things get unclogged. Doubt goes away. And if you pray the words, come Holy Spirit, over and over and over, the rest of your life, just let me know. Are you more, more full of doubt or more full of faith? And if you don't pray those three simple words each day, I want to invite you to start praying those three simple words, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Because if we don't invite the Holy Spirit of God into our tombs of darkness so the light of Christ can, can shed away all the dark, then we're going to be lost in what-if land. And due to original sin by our parents, Adam and Eve, we tend towards despair rather than hope. What-if land sometimes leads all these scenarios that make, up, make us go crazy at times. What if I get rejected? What if I fall again? What if nobody likes me? What if people disagree with me? And I'm sure nobody here ever thinks that, like that, right? But if we're honest, we all do from time to time. And maybe just for a moment, you can, you can ask the question that I was asking last night as I was sitting in the Tenebrae service. The question was, what if God, the Father, never sent the Son, and the Son never sent us his Spirit? Can you, I mean, just imagine that. Like, what if God the Father never sent his Son, and what if the Son never sent the Spirit? Like, could you imagine? That means that the world would literally have no hope. There would literally be no meaning to life. There wouldn't be any forgiveness. There wouldn't be any hope, freedom. There wouldn't be any light. There wouldn't be the sacred scriptures. There wouldn't be the sacraments. We wouldn't have the Blessed Mother. We wouldn't have the power of healing in Christ Jesus. We wouldn't know about the saints. There wouldn't be a place for orphans and widows. There wouldn't be a place for prostitutes, the prostitutes, the wounded, the abused. We wouldn't have a focus on the dignity of the human person. There wouldn't be freedom from all of the doubt in the world. We can go on, what if, what if, what if? Or to say, what if the stone was never removed from the tomb of Jesus, which before his resurrection, tombs all they rec- represented was death? And all of us here are in need of more conversion, more transformation. We are in need of more surrender and more hope. Amen? And all of us need an outpouring of faith, and life-changing faith. Amen? Amen? And we need faith that Jesus can make the impossible happen in us tonight. Amen? Amen? And one line from the gospel that I'd like us to focus on is the big stone over the tomb that once held a dead body. So, just for a moment, listen in and tune your ears to the gospel as if you never heard these words before. 
We heard the words in our gospel, and they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the door of the tomb? Who will roll away the stone for us from the door of the tomb? The question is, did Jesus, who is God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, really live and die? Did the Son really rise from the tomb so you and I don't need to fear death anymore? And do we have the faith, even if the size of a mustard seed, that Jesus can roll away the stone and cure us of all of our doubts? I mean, little doubts and big doubts, so we can no longer be lukewarm Catholics. And do we have the faith that Jesus desires to shed light, the light from his resurrection, in the tombs of doubt that we create when we live in that land of what if, what if, what if. And he can start making it a land of what if God really does want to heal me? What if God wants to set me free? What if God has a big plan for my life? Do we have the faith that Jesus can gather and heal the most lost person here tonight? Do we have the faith that Jesus can heal the most sick person here tonight? That Jesus can resurrect the most broken heart in this room tonight? That he can free the most addicted person here and break all of their chains here tonight? Do we have the faith that Jesus can remove the doubt. For those of us who doubt that he hears us and listens to us tonight. It's not a mistake that you're here. I'd like us just to, to focus on two scriptures to help us know that God wants to remove the stone of doubt for everyone here tonight. The first scripture comes from Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. And this scripture, every time, it just gives me more hope. Every time I listen to it. And as I read this, I want you to imagine that you're walking into the tomb. And I want you to hear the word of God spoken just to you. The tomb that Jesus rose from and, in, and invite him to speak to the doubts that you might carry with you here tonight. And I want you to leave them in the tomb tonight. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14 says these words. And after each time I say the word you, I'm just going to pause briefly. And I want you just to listen for your name to be said by God. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me, and when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, 
declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. The second verse I'd like to look at tonight comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20. These are the words I, I firmly believe Jesus wants to speak to each of you here gathered tonight for the first time or the thousandth time. I just want you just to let him speak to you, give him permission to speak to you. He says these words, Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. Wherever there is doubt in your life, Jesus wants to come in. And I want to invite you to make an act of faith, even if it's the size of a mustard seed. And one thing you can do, and I'm going to do it with you, is to make a cross with your hand, if you could just do that. And I want you just to place it on your heart. And if you have any doubt in your life that Jesus does not want to resurrect anything, I want to invite you to make this prophetic act of faith by making a cross with your hands over your heart and pray, come Holy Spirit with me three times. So please pray with me. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to pray out loud, and you can just echo these words in your heart. Spirit of truth, speak, for your servant is listening. O resurrected Jesus, if you are who you say who you are, I am sorry for all of my sins. I am sorry for all of the times I have doubted you. And I believe that you paid it all on the cross. And I surrender to you. Please forgive me for doubting your personal love for me and your personal plans for me. O resurrected Jesus, I open the door of my heart and I give you permission to come into my soul forever tonight. And I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Please, Jesus, remove every dark form of doubt in my life. 
Help me believe that you, Lord Jesus, are the resurrection and the life. Please walk me out of the tomb tonight without any doubt that you love me unconditionally and you rose from the dead just for me. And you have plans of a future full of hope for me. And Mother Mary, please cover me under your mantle. Protect my mind, body, soul, and heart so that I can love Jesus as you loved him. And Saint Joseph, protector of the Holy Family, shelter me from the traps and snares of the evil one. For I make this prayer in the name of the resurrected Jesus. And please respond with the words, resurrected Jesus, I trust in you three times. Resurrected Jesus, I trust in you. Resurrected Jesus, I trust in you. Resurrected Jesus, I trust in you. And may Almighty God bless you this Easter and remove all forms of doubt in your lives in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia. Amen. Alleluia.